Nigeria Daily. My name is Liliana Ghazi. Cases of fraudulent bank alerts are currently unsettling operators and business owners who rely on bank transfers for the businesses in Nigeria's financial landscape as more citizens fall prey while the scammers smelt the banks daily. Seems fake or more like stories till it's you who gets affected. The hopes of getting a credit alert, especially for your business, gets dashed simply because you get a false credit alert. Now that must feel so heartbreaking. Now let's hear the stories of some victims who have experienced this. I have never experienced fake alert or fake receipts before, but I know one or two people have experienced it and it's very bad for them. I think they lost a huge amount of money and they could not get out of the person again. So it's very bad, it's a very, very bad experience. I have been issued fake receipts before. There was a day I went to buy goods somewhere around Kobe State and after buying the goods, I was expecting the seller to give me a reasonable receipt, not knowing that he was trying to, to cheat his boss, not even myself, he was trying to cheat his boss and end up giving me fake receipts just for me to go then test what he gave me and realize realize that what he gave me was not something i i actually paid for so when i returned the goods the, i met the boss and he asked me for the receipts i presented the receipt and funny enough he had to tell me that this is not his own receipts receipt for the company this is not the receipt for the company that who oh, issued these receipts. I should take it to where I bought it from. And I said it's boy. So in the quest of looking for his boy, we couldn't find him. But after much arguments, this boy came in and that was how we were able to find out that he issued fake receipts for the goods I bought. So I think this is my experience. So was a fake receipts. Thank you. Those were some people who have suffered a fake alert there speaking. How do you spot a fake alert? After the break, we would find out. Please stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio.
You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are talking about fake alerts and how to spot one. Before we went on break, we heard from some people who have experienced fake alerts and they told us how it made them feel. Fake credit alerts, one of the growing ways criminals now defraud business owners, have become very rampant in many parts of the country. For established and budding entrepreneurs, the phenomenon is proving to be a threat to their investments. Many point-of-sale operators have become victims of the fraudulent acts in recent times. With how rampant it is, how can one spot and identify a fake bank alert or a bank transaction at a glance? A fintech engineer speaks with my colleague, Daniel Oluole. Adam Ibrahim Sani. Well, to be honest, if you want to mitigate these kind of things, you need to like uh, bring a lot of things into the light, a lot of cybersecurity threats and cybersecurity uh, awareness programs into the lights of people because a lot of people are not aware what kind of threats we are, we have on cybersecurity and what kind of world do we live in in okay. terms of cyber cybersecurity. Okay. Because a lot of these attacks that, that happens, usually our people contribute a lot to it hmm. because like um, they release their information rampantly on the internet, not knowing that some people are tracking them or someone can, you know, get the information and decide to do something malicious with this information. He don't even think of that. He just uh, release it on the internet without even care, without thinking, okay, this is private issues or this is private information and should not go out, but uh, he release it anyway. So a lot of these issues usually it's the problem of our people, not the actual owners of these uh, uh, apps or something like that. It's, okay. it's basically our problems, uh, our problems, not the company's problem. Okay. But to mitigate it, to be honest, there are a lot of steps that we can follow. Okay. Can you highlight some of these steps? Okay. One, create a proper awareness program for okay. the people. Okay. That's the biggest one. An awareness that will show them the real threats, show it in action, not like um, the way a lot of uh, tech companies or, uh, or organization used to do it. They will just tell you by mouth, okay, this is that and this is that. No, hmm. you need to show it for real. Show him where the real problem is, how people or how hackers use the information. Hmm. That can only be the solution to this. Se- a second way is creating like um, a centralized database that has all the information needed for any kind of transaction or for anything, meaning hmm. all this kind of applications, all this kind of uh, third-party softwares that Nigeria is using needs to be censored, hmm. meaning government should step in. Okay. That's the second way. Third way is allowing hackers, those as at very high level of hacking, mm. bring them into people. You know, government should not, you know, like um, uh, hate them because when they catch hacker, to be honest, what they do to him is it's not nice. Bring them closer because they have a talent that a lot of people requires, a lot of people needs okay. for their safety. So bring them, bring them closer to people so that they will, you know, show people like this is bad, this is not good this is at least they will share another light to to the government so that it will mitigate any kind of server attack okay. that's the third way. Okay. and there are many many more because the problem is you do not know how a hacker or how any kind of uh, malicious user can attack you 
because they have several angles that that they can use okay because some information that you, they might find to you you can just consider it as useless but to them it's valuable hmm. very valuable okay if i may ask you sir what's mm-hmm. your advice for those who have um, experienced uh, uh, fake receipts and uh, fake uh, a lot from this set of people in order for it not to repeat itself again okay first thing first do not trust anybody that you just saw okay because that's the problem that some of victim of this kind of fake a lot or fake receipt or something like do not trust person just by me looking or by the way he looks or by the way you meet him Hmm. second do not release all your information or at least valuable information that you have and that's supposed to be with you all the time do not release them on on on, on the internet okay. second i mean sorry third be be curious about what you are going to do with your smart devices mm. because majority of uh, things that people are doing with their smart devices tends to you know release a lot of information about them mm. and they should know whenever somebody send them a link or somebody tell them to do something before they do it they need to ask for the source where does this originate and how do you come about this and is there any legitimate details or information that come back this thing that you just send me so that i may have a clear understanding or a clear uh, view about it before i even get into it mm. so we need to really really work on this because if not continue having to be honest that was an engineer there educating us it might seem little but a fraud is a fraud god bless nigeria that wraps up this episode of nigeria daily my name is lilian ogazi thank you for listening